Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Great day for a great man. Yeah. Uh, I, probably one of the That's greatest. not today. Well, it was yesterday. But that was Monday. I choose to celebrate the whole week. Oh, okay. Much like a birthday celebration, it continues on for multiple days. Yes. It is my birthday year, by the way. Mm, good choice. Celebrate good choice. all year. God damn it. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, one of the greatest Americans probably in the history of, you know, the United States. In America. Yeah, America. Great civil rights leader, among many things. So just happy Martin Luther King Day yep. to everyone celebrating. Let's get into it because the Red Sox hired their first black woman to coach in the history of professional baseball. Good for her. That was very strangely worded, John. It was a little weird. Yeah. But you, you get what I'm trying to say, all right? I, I feels you. So her name is Bianca Smith. Uh, she will serve as a minor league coach within the organization based at the club's player development facility in Fort Myers, Florida, and will work mainly with position players, according to MLB.com. Is she a, uh, is she, is she at the Paw Sox? What, what, what's the other? What's the, what's, what's the AAA, double A? What's the thingy? Oh, uh, just as minor league. So I think that's AAA. Has she developed the accent yet? She has to have the accent. What's your what's your Boston accent, John? What's my Boston yeah. accent? It comes out randomly throughout the like day. You can't. I can't make yes, it happen. Yes, you can. No, I believe in you. No, summon your inner beans and just do it. No. All right, fine. But put you on the spot. So just to give a quick list of her accomplishments or her her resume, she was an assistant baseball coach uh, at Carroll University, which is a private private liberal arts uh, college mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. She was also at the Youth Academy in for the Cincinnati Reds and the Texas Rangers and was an intern at the MLB corporate office. So, nice. has some experience. It also says here that she makes a wicked good chowder. There it is. There we go. Also, just, Jason, do you want to talk about the dark day the Mets have had today? I mean, it's not really the Mets. I mean, it's kind of all of baseball, I guess you could say. You can't really blame the Mets, but you're a Mets fan, so I want you to I am to a Mets fan, about. yes. Yes, I am. This As is a true. Mets fan, he only blames himself. This is true. This is true. Yeah. It's never the team. Never. Sometimes so it is. Sometimes it's, it's, it's mostly sometimes the team. Insane. But yeah, so uh, the Mets hired their, or fired their GM after like 40 some odd days, something like that, because he is a creepy perv. Jared Porter. Yes, he's a creepy perv. Like Jared Perver. Justin, <laughs> yes. did you hear this story? No. So, so, oh, you got it. Justin, go on. After how many unanswered text messages do you believe it is a good thing to just send your penis? The limit does not exist. Okay. We'll see. Wait, no, hold on. Oh, Oh, sorry. We're not quoting movies. (laughs) Um, I would say after, let's see, after unanswered text. Yes. How many unanswered text? Don't send your peen. Mm, mm, yes, it would be a philosophy. Unless well, peen is requested. Mm, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, so uh, Jared Porter thought it was a very good idea to send his penis to a female reporter that he met back in. This was all back in 2016. Um, after 62 unanswered text messages, this man was just like, I know what can get her attention. Here's my penis. So did she immediately like go to the press when she saw her mis- his Mr. Metz? No, or- no, he was not with the Mets then. He oh, was a, with the Cubs. Yes, he was a uh, scouting intern. Scouting. So he he was in the Cubs organization. Wait, he was a Cub Scout. <laughs> God damn it! 
I don't know. I'm going to, we're going to assume he was a scout because that just makes the joke better. Scout's honor. <laughs> but yeah, so he was with the Cubs and this was back in 2016. And so after the Cubs, like he went on and was the uh, assistant general manager for the Diamondbacks for, I think like four or five years. And then he got hired on as the general manager of the Mets. When I first saw this and I mean, kudos to the Mets because they cut his ass out real quick. The story broke uh, last night. I got the notification from ESPN at like 11, 12 o'clock. By 8 o'clock this morning, he was fired. He was gone. <laughs> so they, they just said, fuck his ass real quick. But fuck his ass. Apparently, like there's a whole backstory. Like he had met this woman in an elevator at Yankee Stadium. She was a baseball journalist, not from uh, the country, from another country. I don't remember what. So language barrier so is a thing. language barrier there. And like, they, you know, they kind of chatted a little bit, whatever. Somehow he got her number and like they kind of talked a little bit and then it was like berating like text messages and pictures after a while. But my thing was like, okay, this happened back then. Like, why? Why is it coming out now? Like, I'm super confused. Like, oh, I don't I, I, can, I, I can't answer understand. that question for you. Yes. But that was before I actually read the article. Oh, my <laughs> fault. My fault. <laughs> because, I mean, it made no sense because he held a position of power in Arizona, too. I was he like, also held his little amount of power. In yes. The picture. I was like, did he like, did they wait? I was like, I don't I don't really get it. And then I read the article. And the reason ESPN knew about this since 2017, that this had happened, that he sent these pictures to her. And she said, no, like, I don't want to do anything about it. I don't want to ruin my career in journalism with, you know, baseball and everything. Like, I'm afraid that's going to happen. So ESPN, like they did all their due diligence. They interviewed her, got everything like they were ready to go back in 2017. And she was like, no. So they're like, OK, like we'll hold on to it. Like they continued like to check in with her and see how she was. And then recently when all this came out, she was no longer pursuing her career in journalism. She was doing something else. So she's like, yes, like I don't want this to happen to anybody else. I don't want it to happen again. And that's when everything broke and everything went to shit for Jared Border. I mean, he didn't try to deny anything, though. I mean, I, I guess that's good. He was just like, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird. Creepy. Shouldn't be sending your dick out to anybody. Yeah. Unless they want it. This it, it's it's reassuring knowing that this whole situation with her trying to advance her career and then she was sexually uh, harassed by an upper person in the field. It's good that it's only within the sports realm and not anywhere else. This episode is brought to you by Fox News. <laughs> yeah, so this is definitely a problem. Like, I think females in any profession face on a daily basis, you know, especially with superiors and not really wanting to stir the pot too much. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. Like, they should always feel the right to come forward because this guy was com completely out of bounds. Mm -hmm. um, oh, just sorry. from just from like I if I was in that sh in those shoes, imagine just like you're trying to just get your career in order and it's just like someone just is who you think could help you is just being like literally just harassing. you. Yeah. And being a reporter, like you exchange your number with, I, I assume, a number of male colleagues and yeah. you're just trying to build a personal relationship so that way you can get information. And I, I that's how the game goes. You know what I mean? Like everyone wants to just enjoy hanging out with each other. Mm -hmm. Like it's not about, you know, necessarily involving a relationship it's just yeah. you and you have a friendship or you build some kind of connection so that way you can share news with each other yeah so it's, it's just dumb that it's like just let her do her job and it's crazy he sent like six over over 60 text messages unanswered it was, it was 62 unanswered text messages including some pictures that were just like 
a bulge in his pants, which is weird in general. So but like, like, and then that's, I think it was, I don't know if it was the 62nd or the 63rd where it was just, here's my penis. It, so like, no. So yeah. So did we see the penis picture? I didn't see the penis. No. I only saw what ESPN showed me and it was all blurred out. So no, on a scale of like the Anaconda from the hit movie, Anaconda versus Brett Favre, where was it? I don't know. It was blurred out, and I really didn't take the time. I can I can try and find it and pull it up for you if you want. Brett Favre's as well. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I just blame the New York organizations in general. I think they're letting their their people. (laughs) Yeah, he was he was a part of the Jets when that happened. So just to deal with New York sports clubs and them just want to send. I don't know, man. New York is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything, Jason? I just started to Google. Come on. I gotta, Why I gotta are you not faster? Quick, quick. But pretend that you're trying to talk to a reporter and send a pee. So Justin, that quick. Justin, real quick, like the messages. So there was kind of like a language barrier because so they exchange numbers and th- they're texting back and forth. And then he starts like calling her gorgeous and then like sends her a selfie and sh- she sends a selfie back and he goes, do you want to see more of me? She says, yes. Like in person. <laughs> yeah, I think that I I don't I, I imagine I don't think she knew what she was getting into because she is from a different country. I imagine she doesn't understand what right. he's kind of alleging. And he kind of go he sends a picture with him watching TV and just a bulge in his pants. So nothing is revealed, but kind of like testing the waters, kind of flirting, I guess. What was he watching on TV? I don't I don't know. It was kind of it was like a commercial or something. Uh, like, well, uh, he was like in a hotel room. OK, that makes sense. Then. And. Uh, then the text messages kind of like, like that's when she kind of stopped answering was after that. And you could tell, like you crossed the line. Yeah. And then he just kept on pouring on messages, on messages, on messages, trying, cause like, he was very attracted to this girl trying to get her. It's like, mm-hmm. leave her alone. Like clearly she doesn't want to talk to you. It, then she sent her a message in because someone else like became aware of it. Mm-hmm. So sent a message, hey, stop this. This is crossing a boundary like yeah. you were supposed to be. And he, he apologized right off the bat, I think. So I don't know if he he knew what he was doing, but it's still not. This yeah, is, it's not cool. It's a message to all young men. Don't don't spam people with messages. Definitely don't send pictures of your genitalia like right off the bat. Unless you send them to John's phone. You can send all of your pictures of your genitalia to John at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. And yeah, I mean, like to your saying, like... If they ask for it, that's one thing. Like you're you're doing something that's consensual, but you can't just out of the blue send a message like that. That's disgusting, especially when you're a position of power like that. Uh, yeah, because so. in her mind, she's probably like she's a foreign person here in this country. Is like, oh, I'm meeting somebody higher up. This could be my big. Yeah. Break. Do you want to see more of me? Yeah. Yeah. And so sadly, I'm sure a lot of women are put in this position. Like. It's like, oh, this could be my big break. So they play along and then boom. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Fox News. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a whole movie about it. Bombshell. So the NWACP. Yeah, I can speak well. I get W-A. No. N-A-A-C-P-A. Not W-A. That's a completely different organization. So the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People received an anonymous donation of $40 million. Wants to... You know, stay anonymous. Doesn't want to be talked about. But the gift will provide the not the it will provide 50 students with the opportunity to go to law school and they must commit to eight years of racial justice work in the South, starting with a two year postgraduate fellowship in the civil rights organization. So really cool. You know, 50 people are going to be able to go to college and, you know, fight for civil liberties and stuff like that. Yeah. No, that's all. uh, 
how does that how's that broken up they so how's it broken 50 up? 50 divided by well it can only fund 50 students so well still that's it's the that's price 50 of law school. more lawyers out exactly. there who are and yes. because of the stipulation 40 million dollars can only cover 50 students to go to law school that's a whole other problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no this is great i i like the stipulations around it yeah and i like that this is anonymous like this person mm-hmm. obviously doesn't want to be talked about maybe just because they don't want the credit they just want mm-hmm. to keep giving money and not worry about it yeah and yeah, that's awesome. And so it's, it's really cool to see. And hopefully these lawyers turn into something, you know, they're going to do great things for this country. So Even if they exciting. just help the little guys, like they don't need to be a big name person. There's no. lawyers every day who are just doing their job. And, yeah, and do you want to talk about the beer you just cracked then? I kind of forgot I hadn't been drinking. I've been, okay. I've been sucking on my lollipop for quite some long. Yeah, you have. <laughs> okay. Well, we got one more story, then we'll talk, take a beer break. How about that? Can you, can you wait? I, I, yeah, I can, wait. can you wait? Don't dr- don't drink it at all. My excitement spit it back out. Okay. <laughs> so Deshaun Watson wants out of the Houston Texans. If you guys don't know, what? yeah, he's the quarterback for the Houston Texans in the NFL. He's a very prominent quarterback. He's probably one of the, if not top five, top ten best. He's quarterbacks definitely in the like top sixty. I don't know how many teams there. There's thirty two. There's definitely top thirty two. <laughs> You are right, Justin. He is definitely top 32. Sports. So if you everyone hasn't been following along with the story, the Houston Texans straight away, one of the best players on their team, the, a wide receiver and one of Deshaun's you know, favorite teammates, I guess, best friends, friends, mm-hmm. uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Last oh, he's year. gone? Yeah. They Wait, traded, where's he going, though? I he went to, the, he went no, to he, Arizona last, last year. Last year. Oh. So he was kind of upset with that. And then uh, before that, he signed a huge extension. Played this year, right, and had even though he put up a lot of good numbers, the team was not very good. I think just Jason, what did they finish? Four and ten, four and twelve. Yes, four and twelve. Okay, yeah, sounds about right. I got a hot take. Shoot, he's going to the Patriots. He might. That's a honest. Because Cam only has one year, right? Yeah, Cam's done. Cam's done. Oh, he's done. Done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were going to resign. Like, yeah. No, they're not. They already said he's not resigning him. But Houston fired their head coach. They fired their general. Well, he was also their general manager at the time. Did he show his generals to anyone? No. No, he did not. Okay, just making sure. You never know. You know, progress at the general manager position. Yes, progress in Texas. Good for them. (laughs) So they told Deshaun that he would have a say on the process or at least be talked to about their general manager and head coaching positions. Mm -hmm. And after they told him that, they just hired the guy, the guy they wanted and didn't even consult him. And he felt some type of way about it. He was very upset and is basically done with the Houston Texans organization. A lot of people reporting there's no way they're going to fix this relationship. And he wants to get traded. One suitor is the Patriots. Another one is the Miami Dolphins. Another one's the Jets. Another one's the Jets. Some talk about the Colts. So I hear their uh, manager's a real dick. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's the Mets. Mets. <laughs> wrong, wrong, terrible New York sports team. Yeah, that's the MLB. Not wait, didn't they just get rid of their coach or something? Yeah, they just hired a new head coach. Didn't like eight teams get rid of their coaches? What happened? Yes. Uh, the NFL, end of the year. There's always and, a lot of And what's the work. deal with Houston? So James Harden just left uh, the Rockets. Correct, yeah. What's awesome. the deal with like the big superstars leaving these franchises? Yeah, but I think, I think with Harden, it's a completely different situation. Why? Because he's bad luck and can't actually get to a championship? Well, could it have something to do with that? And the fact that he was, before he got traded to Brooklyn, the coach, general manager, one of the two, literally just told him to stay the fuck home and not come on the premises because he was essentially being a cancer in the locker room. 
Like they tried, they yeah, they got rid of Russell Westbrook, but they brought in John Wall, who's coming off an injury. They brought in a lot of good role players, like to help get somewhere. How old is John Wall? Ooh, he, off the top old, of my right? head, John. I want to oh, say no, he that. is 29, 30. So not, you know, old, but not old. So he's like middle-aged basketball player in the NBA. Uh, more or less, yeah. Nah, he's pushing his prime. He's Oh, wow. He's 30, yeah. Oh, good damn, I'm good. I mean, Vince Carter had like, so he has like 20 more years. So. Yeah, but Vince Carter never tried like in his life. <laughs> he coasted for so long. But yeah, that's a good point. Also, the... Houston Astros were caught cheating a few years ago. Last year, right? No. Well, they got caught last year, but they were that caught last year three years ago. Three years ago, four years ago now. I don't even remember so, what year it is. A lot of What's problems going on in Houston. A lot of bad things. But yeah, what else? I think Deshaun needs to get out of there. I think the Houston Texans, Andre Johnson, a former Texans wide receiver, basically tweeted out that the Texans have a habit of wasting good players. He was a great wide receiver, and he's basically saying, get out of there, Deshaun. Go mm-hmm. somewhere else, go where you want to be. He's been, you know, liking tweets alleging yeah. that he wants to go. I think he was wearing an Atlanta Falcons jacket at one time. So uh, he liked a article put up by the on the back page of the New York Post that was essentially about him going to the Jets, and he liked the picture. Interesting. So you know, he, he's all in on going to the Jets. So we'll have to see how that goes. I guess the Texans are kind of waiting though. They're hoping you know it's they can bad when it. he's like, "I'm going to go to the Jets. It's going to be better." <laughs> yeah, that is sadly a step up from the Texans. Though. That is a pretty. Are they that bad? I thought they had a good defense. Uh, There's a lot of talk about the ownership not being great. I think Mm -hmm. the owners were the ones who commented a few years ago, basically saying that they they don't want to associate with their players and don't talk, talk, don't want to treat them like employees. They don't kind of want to treat them like, hey, shut up and drink. They own them, basically. Ah, not good. Yeah, yeah. You said Texas, right? Yeah. All right. Not surprised. (laughs) All right. So thirsty though. I need some like oil down from Texas and. Texas Rangers are a baseball team, right? Yes. <laughs> Jason, do you want to talk about the beer that we're drinking today since you brought it over? I did. Yeah, we're uh, drinking, uh, it's called Hit by Pitch from Thomas Hooker Brewery here in Connecticut. Is it because of the two MLB stories we had? Because it's a baseball player on it? No, not at all. I actually bought it because it has the Yard Goats logo on it. From Hartford. Yeah, if you don't know, the Yard Goats are a double-A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies in Major League Baseball. And they play right here in Hartford. Cool. It's really good. What do you guys think? It's a pale ale. It's it's very very good. Yeah, it's pretty easy to drink. I'm yes. more concerned with the 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 picture on the bot or can. Why? Like it's Why? called hit by pitch. He's clearly getting his elbow fucked up. Oh my god, yeah, he is. He's getting it's, hit by the pitch. No, no, no. But it's going directly into his elbow. He's going to be out for the whole season. Justin, is this your brother on the can? Because last week you told no, no. no he that. he he hits it with his like his enormous biceps, triceps, other seps. Pectorials, deltoids, everything. But yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan it, of it. Kind of like a standard IPA. Oh, it doesn't. It's not much. even. No, it's a. Pale it's ale. just a pale ale. Okay, just standard PA. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Oh, well, that PA is is what pale ale is. All right. <laughs> but uh, no, it's is that wrong. I'm surprised it doesn't have. Yeah, I mean, four point five ABV or ABV. And enjoy this refreshing I was about ale. To that too. <laughs> I, I insist. Go. All right. Enjoy the, enjoying this refreshing ale, refreshing pale ale at the park on a hot summer day. Sure beats getting beamed by a hundred mile an hour fastball. That adds to my concern of this man. He's getting beamed in the elbow. So you're saying poor marketing? No, no. He's a professional baseball player. He's used to it. It's fine. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Look at the colors that he's wearing. 
He's a Mets player. He's well, a Mets player. That's, that's mean. <laughs> He's out for the season. I'm going home. Your best player. Yeah, you got it. Just keep saying sounds. Piazza. Yeah, no, he hasn't played baseball since like 2002, yeah. maybe? Sure. I. That's when I stopped watching. That makes sense. Okay. So... Sarah Fuller, you know, topic of the conversation on the pod a lot. She's in that reboot of uh, Full House? Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, famous UCF kicker that we've talked on this podcast before. She has been invited to the inauguration of Joe Biden. John. Yes. Before you continue, what did you just say? Inauguration of Joe Biden. No, 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 no. Where, where does she play? Oh, wait. is It's, um, sorry, it's not UCF. No, it is not. It's Villanova. It? Villanova, no. thank you. No, no. He's, he's close. It's Vanderbilt. There it is. Hey, I pay attention. There it is. Okay, I really messed that one up because yeah, you're sticking up black and gold. Um, so she has been invited to the inauguration of Joe Biden. Joseph Stalin Biden. Would you guys go? If we you start were communism tomorrow, boys. Oh God. <laughs> would I go to the inauguration? Yeah. Would you yes. go to the inauguration? Would I have gone to Trump's inauguration? Yes. Why? Everything is gold, no matter what you go to. There's going to be a story no matter what. I would go to literally anything. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's so fair, you're fair just point. saying if you get invited, you get the free trip. Yeah, right? I'm going to go, and then I'm going to have just a weird story if it was Trump, or just fall asleep probably if it's Biden. Probably get a real good nap in. Oh, oh, he, oh, how long is the inauguration? Man. Like three, four hours? It's a long time. That's, that's basically that's all day. Night. I mean, might as well be a full night's yeah. sleep at that point. Getting sworn in is not long of a process, but I then there's swear. a whole like, I'll, I'll talk about some of the events going on, but there's certain other things going on. Um, well, I mean, there is a pandemic going on. So what makes it different this year? Or are they just doing the same? There's thing? a number of things that are making this different. Well, well, well the pandemic's not real. It's all hoax. It's going to go away tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Trump will not be attending this year's inauguration what yeah he joins a handful of attendants actually he's not the first so it's not unprecedented for a president to are, not are go the, are the hands that are holding the full very tiny yo because he got tiny hands he's, he's got tiny hands he's got huge hands okay so he the last being andrew johnson who did not attend ulysses grant's uh, inauguration in 1869 you know who that is so, granted i mean that was a while ago that was a long time ago <laughs> I hate you guys. Come on, let's be civil. <laughs> <laughs> Is it callbacks because it was during the Civil War or he was a general during the Civil War? I, yeah, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Is it like, I mean, Ulysses, does history just like ever do anything new or does it just keep repeating? <laughs> Is it crazy? Ulysses Grant was like one of the most like corrupt presidents of our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. You can join the 45 others. All right. That's oh, five. <laughs> good job. Right? 45, 46. I don't have I don't know how many fuck there are. The only good president was Jimmy Carter. But he was kind of a pansy, so nobody wanted him. No. Okay. Hot take. Hot take? I'll say it to his ninety-eight year old man. He's still alive, right? He's still, yeah, he's still alive. He's chilling on his peanut farm. Uh only a thousand people are being allowed to attend the audience. Uh so the DC mayor uh DC mayor and the government governors from Maryland and Virginia are encouraging people not to attend. Basically saying stay away, like COVID, mm -hmm. among other things. Um, well, one of those other things is the FBI says there's a heightened security on because there's been a number of possible, you know, terrorist threats, I guess you can say. You mean patriot? Patriot. Proclamations? 
I was going to talk about, so I don't, did you guys hear earlier this week, there was like a Virginia man that was being arrested. I've heard there was a Virginia man. He was arrested yes. because, because they said he had like fake uh, inauguration credentials and everything. It was actually a mistake. Wait, did he just have like a piece of paper that says I am invited? <laughs> no, actually he did have real credentials to be there, but he didn't have credentials to carry a weapon. Mm. He was driving in for Virginia and he had, he left his gun in his car forgot about it, got to the checkpoint. There's like checkpoints mm-hmm. going in around the city. And he, he, he claims that he forgot when they asked him, I was like, Oh yeah, I have a pistol in my thing. And it was just like, I got lost. I didn't realize where I was going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be here. I'm trying to get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So he has a court date. It, it, so it probably wasn't like a terrorist or it's unlikely. It's much more likely that this man was just carrying a firearm forgot about it and crossed state lines. I mean, it happens to me all the time. I forget that my katana is in my car and like, I just drive up to a checkpoint and they're like, sir, you cannot have that katana. I'm like, sorry, I forgot to put it away. Okay. I just wanted to talk about that because like a lot of people were talking about this weekend. So it's mm-hmm. kind of got created. Um, there's a number of like headline people. So Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez will be headlining performers. Are you guys excited about that? Is this is like- a fucking inauguration or a halftime show. It's, Does Joe Biden know like, the thing? <laughs> don't ask me that question. Nobody knows what he knows. Okay, I don't think he knows. Uh, it will be followed up by Justin Timberlake, John Bon Jovi, Demi Lovato. Do you know who Aunt Clemens is? Aunt Clemens? Oh, this sounds like a wild ass concert. How much are tickets? Yeah, I'd go I, see Lady Gaga, J Lo, Justin Timberlake, and all those people singing a concert. Be one of the a thousand people. I, I, it's going to be broadcasted on uh, streaming, so you can stream it. The concert? Cool. Yeah. I'll watch the concert. Uh, then the Foo Fighters, John Legend, and Bruce Springsteen are offering offering remote performances. Okay, cool. But who is Aunt Clemens? Do you know? You know, Aunt Yeah, can you look that up, Jason? I'm kind of curious. I didn't look it in. I just saw the name and I was like, I'm going to add that. Is he Roger's son? Um, he is an American singer-songwriter. He's from New Jersey. Okay. Uh, he grew to prominence as a guest artist on American rapper Kanye's West 2018 single, All Mine. Okay. He sings a song called Excited. Not sure. Uh, Better Days with Justin Timberlake. That's oh, so maybe he does like a cross problem. That's, that's probably why he's there, yeah. Uh, Good For You, his album's called Happy To Be Here. He's got a song titled Aladdin, four-letter words. This man's too upbeat. I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, I don't... Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang? Nice. Yeah, let's see what this song's about. Are you gonna play the song? I don't think. No, no, no. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look rights. at the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, you supermodel thick. That is the first line of the song. Ooh, keep going, Jason. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Damn that ass busting out the bottom. I'm gonna lose my mind in it. Crazy that medulla oblongata got to rubbing on my lamp. Get that genie out the bottle. That is the first verse. <laughs> oh, the bridge is bottle top, tippy top, feel like booty tang, and that pussy, pussy mine, the pussy mine, the pussy mine. Oh my god, the name of this episode's gonna be booty tang, isn't it? No, 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 no. This, this is pooty tang. Oh, pooty tang. P O O T Y. Name an episode that, but why not? All right, good song. Man, named a song, yeah? Yeah. It's well, art. Shout out to Ann. I'm glad you're doing it. All right. Uh, the people around the world are discovering your music now. And by people, it's like us. Seven <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, there will also be a virtual parade. So that's cool. Uh, do you guys like parades? I don't like parades. No. I don't really care about it either. They're, they're fine. Are, nah, overrated. 
Yeah. Over, over, hot take. Hot take. Parades are overrated. They suck. Oh, wow. wow that's ballsy. Sorry, that was a little... He's coming at the whole Macy's franchise. <laughs> just, just taking Macy's down. <laughs> taking him down. JC Penney's with better. Okay, so uh, once Biden gets into the office, his first plan is to do a bunch of executive orders in the first 10 days. Uh, Wednesday, he plans on rejoining the Paris Climate Change Agreement. I don't know if I disagree with that. That was probably bad for Trump to pull out of that. He wants to reverse President Donald Trump's travel ban, which was on several Muslim-majority countries. Biden will also require masks on federal property and interstate travel and take action to extend eviction and foreclosure restrictions. So pretty cool. Not bad on the first day. When do I get all my money? Okay, so I'm getting to that. Thursday, Biden will sign executive actions related to reopening schools and businesses. And Friday, he will direct his cabinet agencies to take immediate action to deliver economic relief to working families bearing the brunt of the crisis, according to the memo. So Thursday is likely when he will do some kind of executive action. I don't know if that includes the $2,000 checks. Nothing is really specific. It's just kind of what he plans on doing. You know, you still have to get into the brunt of what that will be. Well, if I know anything about... Either branch or any politician, nothing will get done. So you figure six months, six years? I think we'll all be dead by the time uh, anything gets done. Cool. And you know what's going to suck? I'm calling it now. Biden's going to do the bare minimum, the entire presidency. And people are going to go that shit crazy. The fact that they didn't have to listen to him all the time. They're going to be like, this is amazing. He's the greatest. Yeah, it's because he doesn't know what technology is. He's just going to reverse shit that Trump did, that which was dumb and just... Anyway, and then it's going to be like, yes, progression. Yeah, and we're back where we were in that's, 2016. That's probably not wrong. And um, then Trump 2 is going to come through the door. Oh. And it's going to be worse. Donnie Jr. Ballsy. N- uh, not him. They're going to get someone with a little more charisma and who actually is. I did see something where Ivanka is kind of staying away because she wants to further her political career. So I'm sure Ivanka oh, will probably run at some point. And she's a little bit like. More secretive with which one? She's the daughter, right? She's the daughter. She's oh, the okay. blonde daughter. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, they're both blonde, right? I don't. What's, what's know. the other one? Are any of them blonde? They all dye their hair. Sure. Oh, yeah. But <sighs> and then in the following weeks, Biden will take significant early actions to advance equality and support communities of color. Otherwise, under uh, underserved communities, he'll also take ad- action. Oh wait, that didn't finish off. But he will also take action to do like stuff for abortion, reverse some of the abortion, harmful abortion policies that Trump enacted. So literally he's not doing anything besides hitting the reset button. I don't don't know how I feel about doing this with an executive order. Um, I imagine. What, you don't think abortion's important, John? I didn't say that. Here we go. (laughs) No, I think a lot of this should probably be put up for a vote and put through Congress. And do you know what else went for a vote and got put through? What's that? Donald Trump. Wait, what? Yeah. In 2016, he was voted the president of the United States. And look what happened. Yeah, Sometimes was, you can't go. The, just get the shit done. You were voted. Do your shit. Yeah, but it's a Democratic House and Senate. Like, yeah, you're so going to pass them anyway. Get all your shit done. We don't need to throw this up for a vote. Like, if this is what the party wants, this is what they ran on. Do your shit. That's not unfair. That's not you're unfair. saying that I had to vote for them, allegedly. And... <laughs> Uh, so I have to vote for them and then now I have to vote again for another thing. No, do your fucking job. If I had a job to do at work and I said, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then I got to this point where I was like, well, I better do this. Uh, I'm going to need a bunch of help and, uh, bring in all these other people. Mm. I'm going to need everyone's opinion. They're gonna be like, no, fucking do your job. (laughs) 
That's not unfair. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't I don't know if I like the precedent of executive actions. That's what I was saying. But I get what you're coming from with like do your job. Like you're here to do something. So I guess yeah. if you if that's the quickest way to get things done, can't can't really be mad at it. We have to see judge him, you know, in another four years. Maybe we'll vote him out and vote someone else in. No, he's not going for another four. Uh, I, I don't mean, think he physically can make it through another four. Yeah, probably not. I don't know, man. He's he could be like the little engine that could. Like you don't think he can make it, but he just I think I can. He keeps going, keeps chugging along. Think he Is reads that, that book every night? Oh man, that'd be awesome. I wish I could be president. I wish I can. I wish I can. Oh, no, no, he is president. Yeah, that's what he was allegedly. Reading, allegedly, that's what he was reading the entire time. Uh, we're Come recording on this on a Tuesday, so the inauguration's tomorrow. We are still in a capitalistic, patriotic society. I am. I am hoping nothing serious goes down. You know, this uh, FBI warned obviously about armed people going to each fifty states, the governors, that there might be like riots and stuff like that. I'm hoping nothing like that happens. I'm also like. This isn't probably a reflection on a majority of most Trump supporters. I don't want it. But like these are like the most insane Trump supporters are just going crazy. And I, I hope they calm down because I think it's probably a poor reflection. No, on this a, if you're still with him at this point, you are supporting this. Yeah, I, I don't think that's unfair. I just don't think it's fair. I'm if, not going to call it all Republicans. You can believe in any type of politics you want. Mm-hmm. But if you're still supporting Donald Trump. You are supporting everything that his people are doing. That's not untrue. That's not untrue. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying I think a majority of Trump supporters probably saw the election results on Saturday and went, oh, he lost. Like I've had conversations with people that voted for Trump and they were like, oh, yeah, he lost. Like Biden's the president. That's that's whatever. You're talking to Republicans. Probably just you're not talking to Trump supporters. I guess I'm just I don't want to be unfair to like these people, like the people who do these kind of things are terrorists. Like, I don't know if we can blindly label them Trump supporters anymore. You know what I mean? Like how many Trump supporters don't do this and don't support this or not even Trump supporters anymore. They were former Trump supporters. If that makes sense. So I was just saying, yeah, yeah, you can say whatever you want. I will say whatever I want. First Amendment grants me that right. Unless you're on Twitter. True. (laughs) <laughs> or Facebook that. or Instagram TikTok Parlor Parlor's any, gone any privately owned company Uvu is Uvu nice. still a thing? probably alright well that's the podcast I do have oh you have one story I'm sorry yes I have a story yeah I'm actually interested to hear what this is because you're surprising this with us so us with this I was I was thinking today as I was walking through a doorway and this doorway is, it's probably had a clearance of about like seven feet above my head. Okay. So I was thinking, Jason, you were once an athlete. I too was once I an was. athlete. Hold on. I was the most dominant athlete out of the three of us, though. I have the most wins. This is unquestionable facts. <laughs> Continue. But John, I was, uh, we were once athletes. You are still the pinnacle of athletes. I know. I look like it. Watch I, our YouTube. You'll see. Hot take. <laughs> but so. Me, Jason, and I, we were long jumpers. Correct. We were. Long jump implies you start at a point, you run as physically fast as you can in a straight line, and then jump as high as you can at the same time and see how far you can go. Okay. Physics. Yeah. How much money, if you could just be reset back to your prime athletic ability, how much money would it take for you to have a seven foot tall doorway and you do a full-fledged long jump into it. You run and you basically jump up and your torso just hits that shit. <laughs> like you're running and then hit. 
and then you basically do like a bunch of flips, you're probably you might die. But how much money would it take? Why did you think of this? I saw a doorway and I'm like, what? I could jump fairly high. What if I ran really fast and did it? So is it just like a seven foot high bar that you're hitting with your midsection and rolling over? It's a wall on. It's a regular doorway. There's a there's the wall up top. So you're hitting full fledged concrete above this wall. And you're falling straight back down. You're not falling straight down. Your your lower body is still going to keep going through the open door. So you're dying because you're smacking the back of your head. No, you're you're running straight into it, jumping straight up. No, I know, but and your torso is hitting, and then you basically just do a bunch of flips. Yeah, but your torso would hit your your face. Your legs pr- swing out that way on the other side of the door. But then your back head would come down on the concrete below, potentially. Or you hope to hell you have the presence of mind to swing your legs over your head and land on your feet. Mm-hmm. This is the dumbest question ever asked on the podcast. So what I want to know is how much money would it take for you to do your literal bet? Like there's like a monitor in your head. That's like you are literally trying your hardest to go as fast and jump as high as you can. Does the money get to go to anyone if I die? You do. Do I survive? It's up to it's up in the air. We're going to do one time. Questionable. Question. So I got to give me the odds like 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah, but I'll like, take those odds. Give it, me like. 50 grand. I'll do it. Wow. He 50 said 50 grand. grand. Wow. That is low. Yeah. I, I'd probably do like 200. Yeah. 250. But if, if I'm you not die, greedy, what can you say? If you die, does it go? Can you pass it on no, to someone? You lose the money. You lose the money? Yeah. All or nothing. That's bullshit. If you die, it goes to your enemies. Oh, damn. I have a lot of enemies. Do they go? Do, it do disperses they evenly. My enemies are anyone that doesn't listen to this podcast. That's a lot of people. So, yeah. That's so they all get like a dollar. <laughs> They get they can have like Zimbabwe dollars, which but is it, worth like but if I survive, but if I survive, yeah. it goes to the people that listen to this podcast, and the more people who listen, get more mm-hmm. money. Yes, so subscribe and check us out on this podcast. We'll put, it, we'll put it on video. John doing this experiment. I might break the wall. I'm such an athlete. Yeah, yeah. You won't completely miss and not actually hit the top of it. I might not get off the ground. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, I might be the safest because I jump and I don't even get close and I just pass right through the wall. So I'm good. I so if we go back, if I was in my prime and you might be the same way, I think I would jump high enough where I would hit most of my meat of the torso and I'd probably survive. I probably like dislocate a bunch of bone or dislocate my uh, hips, but then also break a bunch of ribs and shit. But I think I would be fine. I don't understand why you thought of this. You can wear a helmet too. See, I don't oh, know. You can wear a helmet, didn't yeah. you? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. Seven foot I can't go very fast. I'll be fine. This plays right into my. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, just apologize I, to your computer. I punched my computer. <laughs> I don't know. Seven foot. Uh, I don't this, know. this is what went on in my head during the day. And I just wanted to share it with you two. Honestly, I feel like I might be able to hit a seven foot doorway now. No, no, you, no, no, you can hit it. Yeah. Like it, like a regular sized doorway, but like imagine the ceiling above it is way taller, so you're yeah. that's, you're gonna hit it all there. Can I duck with my head? Like no, I, you have to commit to hitting your body. I feel like peak athleticism. Athleticism. I might. I'm tempted to say I might be able to get thigh to doorway. No, Jesus. <laughs> no, you are what six one? Yeah. Your thigh is what three feet off the ground. You are yeah. You, do not have a, you did not have a forty-eight inch vert. Who knows? Maybe I did. You did not. You are not Jordan. The world will never know. Okay. Well, 
I guess everyone can email in and tell us if they would do this ridiculous scenario, right? Would you run into an upper part of a doorway while long jumping? <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You're welcome. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.